Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? So then join in the conversation with me, Kristen Ace, and me, Green Diva Meg, and our fascinating guests to share the light, the laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hey, everybody. Welcome to GVK. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Megan. You're very bubbly today. I am very excited today. And we have a great podcast. But before we start, we want to say a very special, special thank you to our sponsor, Marty of rent rec Absolutely. Smarty Marty's rent rec which is located here in northern New Jersey in several locations. That's right. Um, and he also has trucks in, in addition to cars. Oh, so if you needed to move? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. that's like a the great rent idea. So, you know, go to Kristen's website, goodvibrationswithkristen.com, yeah. and you'll see a banner right at the top for Smarty Marty's Rent-A-Rec. And you go to a page, and if you're not in northern New Jersey, there are other locations that you can search from there. But please check out Smarty Marty and let them know. That we sent you. Yeah, that would be great. So <clears throat> thank you, Marty. Today, we have a very exciting podcast. We are on our chakra series, and we are on the fourth chakra, which is... Moving right up there. I know. This is the heart chakra, so this is a huge opening. Um, one of the things we're going to do today is tone that chakra. And um, if you haven't been listening to the, the series yet... Toning is a, a vibratory sound that brings the chakra into balance. Right. First of all, go back and listen to the first chakra. Yeah, the second first, chakra. second, and third. You do want to do that. But, right. Uh-huh. Um, so w- when we tone this, you can tone along with us or you can sit and just listen. And either way, your heart chakra will be um, spinning in a, and in alignment with ease once you're done listening. It did the toning actually helps remove any imbalance. That's and correct. Puts the chakra back in balance. That's right. That's right. Oh, and so who doesn't want that? In oh, their I know, heart. particularly in your heart. Yeah. And I must say, um, I have to frequently tone my heart chakra because um, heart chakras out of balance would mean that you are impatient or judgmental. Or oh, you mean like I am right now because the dog's cause the barking dog's in barking. the background? <laughs> <laughs> that darn dog. Crazy. Um, it's all right. She's she's probably toning her heart chakra ahead of us. Um, she is. She's actually a very intuitive animal. She is. So the heart chakra, um, when it's in balance, means that you're open and not only giving but receiving love and appreciation and joy and laughter. Um it opens us to divine experiences. The The element associated with the heart chakra is air. Ah. And the color associated with the heart chakra is a surprising green. That emerald is surprising. Green. Yeah, when I learned that, I was like, really? Because yeah. I would have thought maybe pink or red. Right. You know, something really <laughs> something, Valentine's Day-like. Well, something Hallmarky-like. Yeah. But yeah. it is, you know, it, it, if you work your way up, the chakras, you'll also notice it's also rainbow, the rainbow, only right, Roy right. G. Biv, right? So um, so when you, if you want, while we're toning, you can think of that emerald green color and you can, while you're toning also, 
imbue it with that color, which will also help it kind of uh, move into balance. Another thing that's associated with the heart chakra is Archangel Raphael. His color is the emerald green. So you can look that up and that'll also be on my blog and see what his um, attributes are. And you can always call on Archangel Raphael to help you get centered in your heart. So a heart chakra, when it is in balance, means that we are patient, we are loving, we are giving, we are receiving. An important aspect to a balanced heart chakra is receiving. So often, um, particularly being in the healing healing world that I'm in, I I myself have have never been a healer who does not want to receive. Because I'm giving out on a regular basis because I'm the channel, mm-hmm. I give of myself. It's really important that I also receive. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think you, you mentioned it before, and I thought, ooh, that's, you know, that's, I think, surprisingly a place where people stumble more and they don't, right. they don't realize. Oh, absolutely. The, the martyr, the one who goes, no, I'll do it. Don't worry. I can, I can <laughs> handle it all by myself. That person's heart chakra is out of balance. Right, got it. Also, uh, another way of the heart chakra being out of balance is when we are judgmental, um, opinionated, racist. Mm. Um, when we judge, we you know judge person by their color, sexual orientation, right. r- religion, any of those things. People who are um, uh, fervent in something and there's only one right way to believe uh, yeah, do kind see of rigid or yes, whatever very that, boxed in that is a heart chakra that is out of balance okay so what i'd like to do did i mention that the heart chakra is air i did i mentioned that the the element is air what i'd like to do is before we get moving any further in the conversation is i'd like to tone the chakra so we're all in that yummy giving and receiving place. And for everybody who hasn't um, been part of the series thus far, toning is a sound vibration that will align a particular chakra. This vibration is an ah sound. So an open, open ah, which opens up your whole chest. Yes, exactly. You know how happy you are when you do that, right? (laughs) So it opens up your whole chest area, which of course is where your heart is located. So we're going to tone, and then we'll come back to the conversation. so much. I know I say this every time, but my I literally feel like I'm on a different plane of existence right now. I'm just convinced that um, that toning is is really helpful and and something that we don't encounter often with even healing modalities. That That's are, right. Uh, but I, I had a woman who healer who worked on me with literally pitchforks. You know Ooh, those toning forks. Yes. And How she, exciting! And she would find one for a certain area or a meridian mm-hmm. for you know. Um, I tell everybody what meridians are first. Okay. The, <laughs> well, aren't they the the? They're energy avenues. Thank you. Okay. So and they can get blocked. Uh, they're like traditional Eastern. Um, 
uh, acupuncture that's or, right. or Eastern medicine. It's energy that energy, runs through yeah. certain avenues in your body and they can become blocked. Right. Or your chi, which is also your energy, can become blocked. So she would hit the tuning fork and mm. then like just gently place it on that part of your body where either the meridian or the chakra was. Mm-hmm. It was powerful. It's very, very powerful. powerful. Mm-hmm. So we forget how um, primal mm-hmm. and and divine sound is. Yeah, I had a healer, another healer years ago, say to me, she was working on me, she was this un. Un- unbelievable medical intuitive and she would work and work and anyway she she said oh you need to hum the letter m mm. you know you need that vibration of that's mm. right. ah, isn't that interesting that's wonderful good for her for yeah. like knowing that yeah well um oh the vibration what well, we the word om right. is considered to be uh the sound of god so when we om we are calling not only to div- divinity, we are invoking it within ourselves. And I think of toning in that way, mm-hmm. just invoking our divinity because it enables us to um, heal or put in alignment our own bodies and our own chakra system. Mm. And we all really want to be learning how to bring ourselves into alignment with divinity instead of always looking out Right. At, at others to do it for us. Right. <clears throat> so um, this is one, one really great way is to get your chakras all spinning happy. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I have friends who tone everywhere, in the car, in the morning. Um, I, you know, this is the series is great for me because this is my healing modality. And sometimes I take it for granted. And it's really great for me to reconnect with how to start my day well, how to keep so I've been keeping the heart chakra in my mind. Well, of course, it's good for everybody else right. too because right. all you have to do is plug in this podcast, whichever podcast, whichever chakra you feel a little unbalanced on, right. and get all tuned up, toned up. Tuned That's up. right, and then you can zoom out into your world and be like, "Huh." And that happened to me today, Megan. Like three, all right, two specific times. Wow. One time, I was driving this this morning with my daughter to get her to an appointment, and we were late. And it was our fault we were late, but um, <laughs> we were driving, and I was behind a person who clearly was feeling uncomfortable about a maneuver between cars that I would have zoomed through. <laughs> and I was starting to get snarky and like, oh, my God, you can just get through that. It's so easy. And then I went, wait, <gasps> I'm in my – my heart chakra is imbalanced because I'm judging this person, and – So I stopped and I said out loud, I'm sorry to this person in front of me. When I first started driving, that would have been really scary to me. So you take your time. And don't you know within seconds that woman found her way in between those cars? And both Miranda and I were like, yay, good for her. She was brave and she did it. And that changed the whole ride to our appointment. It's a whole different perspective, actually. That's right. And so instead of me sitting above this person and saying... Right, in judgment. Right. Like, why you, can't you just drive your car? You suck at driving, get out of the way. Right, and when I first started driving, <laughs> I did suck at driving. I mean, I was really bad and really scared and really freaked out all the time. Aww. And people were always behind me beeping their horns and, and flipping me the bird, and I would cry. Yeah, it doesn't help. And then how do I then not take that experience and remember it? And working on the heart chakra just leading up to the podcast put me back in that remembering 
So you have more compassion for them and for you. Right. And the earlier you that the, was. The early me. <laughs> <laughs> the early Kristen. The early me. And the thing about the heart chakra that I um, that is important for everyone to know is it's not just about romantic love. Right. Certainly, it is, it is part of that. I mean, gosh, don't we all have that desire for romantic love for that special person to come into our lives and, and, um, share the journey. But it's more than that. I know it's hard to believe that there's more than that, but there is. Well, it's sort of like the tarot deck, the lovers, Mm. people automatically think, Oh, my soulmate, it means I'm going to be in love. And, And a lot of times it has to do with what you mentioned before about the heart chakra being the meeting place. That's right. Of, as above, so below, and it's the feminine and, and the masculine combining, right, mm-hmm. in balance. Well, and a perfect example of someone whose sh- heart chakra was uh, spinning beautifully and wide open was Mother Teresa. Oh, wow. Because she gave of herself to those who no one wanted and received from them love and gratitude. Yeah. So it was reciprocal. And, um, and there, there's an instance where it's love, but it's not romantic and, and love. And I can say that maybe 15 years ago, I couldn't have said this statement without going, yeah, right. But really seriously, (laughs) love is the answer to our issues here on earth. Right. It it may sound like a cliche and it may sound trite, but it isn't. I mean, it, it, there's just a heavy, not heavy, but. A, a profound truth. Profound. I agree. More like heavy man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude. But, but yeah. And it's, and it can go, um, I of course have gazillions of animal stories. And one of my stories, oh, and, and Gracie and does too. Gracie. Gracie's got some animal okay. stories that she's going to share with us. So we're going to just let her share because she needs to. Okay. Um, Maybe she'll go downstairs and share. Well, it's okay. I don't mind her because okay, she definitely feels like she has something to say. And those of you who can speak animal, if you can, go ahead and, and um, Interpret, let yeah. us know and <laughs> send it to me on my blog because I know she's got something to say. Um, one of the things that happened with me is because, I mean, I certainly have my romantic story because obviously I'm with my soulmate, my husband, Jeff, and he's my, my true love and the love of my life. But I think it's important to talk about other things. And for me... Um, one of those ways where my heart was able to open because I was very wounded as a child, as a teen, as a young adult. I just was a wounded soul walking around looking for love and lots of times in all the wrong places. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I There's had... There's a song like that, isn't there? A bad song from Yeah, you? that's right. Looking for love in, in all, all the wrong places. Yeah, that. <laughs> okay the seriousness of the heart. So um, I love animals and and all animals, and I love cats. And I always seem to be finding stray animals and cleaning them up and finding them homes. And I had this one cat (laughs) that I was taking care of in Brooklyn. I swear, I walked out my back door onto my porch. I looked over into the empty property next to us behind the library and went, oh, that cat is here for me. I knew it instantly. Now, this cat um, was unadoptable. Because anytime you got near him, he would go, <laughs> 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 yeah. and you were like, okay, 
Um, Mr. Farrell? <laughs> just a little uh, angry, yeah. just a little afraid, and very feral. Yes. Yeah, right. So for 10 straight months, I fed that cat three times a day, putting the food down every single time. Yeah. But he'd eat the food when but he backed the, off, right? Right. right. And yeah. then I made him a little home in a dog kennel outside so that he could be warm in the winter Aww. because he wouldn't come in. And and I would change the towels every day because he, for some reason, peed all over them. And then I would mm. change them and put it's new unusual, towels in. Yeah, I think he was just really making sure that everyone knew that it was his. <laughs> and so we get to the 10-month mark, and I see that he has an infection in his eye, and he's tilting his head funny, and I know he's got an infection in his ear, and I know I have to capture him. So I capture him, and we bring Jeff and I bring him to the vet, and we say to her, he's going to be our outside cat because he's not adoptable, and there's no way he can get into that, come into our house because I think he'll kill my other two cats. Right. And she said, no, no, Kristen, he's going to be your inside cat because if he stays outside, he's going to die. Oh. Um, and I went, well, you know, I start crying. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So she did all the tests on him, gave him all his antibiotics, gave him all his vaccinations, and we brought him home, and I put him in my closet. Mm-hmm. And I put the cat pan outside the closet, and he was in there for two straight weeks. In the dark, he would come out, use the cat pan, go back in. Aww. I would feed him in there. And I would, I was able to administer the eye and ear drops to him, and he had like stopped hissing and stuff. And then after two weeks, he came out, he looked around, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm good." And after that, he followed me everywhere. Aww. He slept around my head like oh, a little yeah. halo I, around I had, my head. <laughs> I had a cat like that. Was my little hat at night? Yes, and I pick him up, love him, caress him. He watched over Landon when Landon was born. And I said to Jeff, you know what? He just needed love. Mm -hmm. And I knew he was one of my familiars because he was like me. He was like a battered, stray animal that nobody loved until I came You related to that, I did. Because that's how I felt when I met Jeff. Like I was a stray cat that Mm. no one (laughs) loved and that had been beaten up and abused. And, you know, this cat had BBs in its body Mm. that would never come out because, yeah, because they were in bed. Yeah, he was shot with a BB gun. But he was my lover cat, and that was one of those things that opened my heart chakra Mm -hmm. even more. Like Mm -hmm. every animal that I encounter opens my heart chakra even more, even more, even more. And I can relate experiences of my life or someone else's life in and around that animal who needs um, care and love. And this is a cat that was, quote, unquote, unadoptable. And so. yeah, that is magical. And mm-hmm. I think every time you have an experience like that, whether for you it's with animals, you know, for me it's animals, but also kids or mm-hmm. whatever it is yes. with other people. Um, I have that, that thing with people, a lot of people that are unadoptable. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. have had a habit of making friends with people who others have said, oh, no, she, you can't be friends with her. She's too bitchy or she's too. Mm. But for some reason, I. I'm able to see beyond and, and, and not judge. And, and right. then they, I don't know, they feel safe with me. It's right. sort of a thing with well, me. Well, you don't even know what but a my healer sister, you are. My sister once said to me, you have like, you have this way about collecting bitchy friends. And, you know, oh. and I was, I know, but she meant it in a good way, I think. But they're difficult people, I guess, you know. Well, to other people, but to you, they're easy because you can let it slide because yeah. you're not judging them because you see past their pain. Remember um, 
our friend Judy, who yes. I know. I, I love Judy. Right. Okay. I'm thinking of someone else. A friend of ours, Roberta, had a very, very, a lot of people had a difficult time with Judy. Oh, I never did. Okay. No, it wasn't you. Um, but a lot of people had a hard time with her. And I just, I don't know. I, I didn't have any problem with her at all. I, I thought she was wonderful. She was this fabulous sort of, for me, she was like my Jewish mother. You yeah. Know, and, and, she and, was exactly like that. And, and, and she was very forthright and she spoke her mind. And, and a lot of people couldn't frankly, take it. I find that refreshing. <laughs> it was refreshing. <laughs> it oh, was refreshing. My... And when she, she got a little out of whack, it just didn't bother me. And I no. didn't really take it personally. But so. see, that's your, that's your in, innate in your intuitive healer working it's magic, Maybe. Megan, because you're able to allow somebody to be who they are and see past all of the stuff that's on the outside right. and see the beauty from well, on and the inside. bring it out, I that's guess. Right. And so I that's related right. to that experience because I'd had a couple of friends who everybody had written off. Mm. Like this woman is, you, she's not going to get better, whatever. She's a mess. Oh. And, and I you know, was kind to her and, and she really kind of glommed on to me and I continued to be kind. And years later, I ran into her and she was like a different person. She had healed. Mm -hmm. And she was so much fun and I just marveled at the healing capacity that, right. that you know, that whatever, I'm not being articulate yes, entirely. You are. But yes, what you I are. was saying was that when you experience that or you participate or witness it, mm -hmm. It does open your heart even more Absolutely. to this whole like, wow, and wow, right. the power. Right. And so if we're in that space of non-judgment and seeing past, well, I know that that was one of Christ's um, magnificent gifts was his ability to see only your divinity, right. which is why he healed people instantly. Because he saw only their divinity, which immediately put them right into alignment with the divine, which is what I believe we are actually seeking, desperately seeking the divine and in that alignment. And it really starts in your heart. You get yourself grounded with the first three chakras and get yourself a good steady base. But if your heart isn't open, then you're, you're, you're stuck. Yeah. I always feel like it, it sort of rides up and then blossoms right, right around your heart, sort of like a lotus. That's right. Well, th and that's exactly where your lotus would be, you know, begin sitting into that opening. Mm. You know, I even today, again, I've like had a lot of heart um, experiences today, probably because I'm preparing <laughs> and my di my divine self is going, yay, let's throw this, let's throw that, let's throw this to see if Kristen's really doing her job. So <laughs> I was on the phone and I'm waiting to come in to do the recording and I've got a phone call and I needed to get my kids their physicals for sports and, and it has to be done like in, in a week. It's always that way. And, and that's my mm -hmm. fault because I wasn't mm -hmm. paying attention. And I'm on the phone with this young woman who is trying to find me what I need and I'm irritated because she's not moving fast enough for me. <laughs> right? Hello, the clock's hey, you know, ticking. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> recording to get to. And then again, my higher self said, where is your heart chakra in all of this? And I went, oh. So I took a deep breath and I thanked this woman in my mind energetically for taking the time to help me find find what I needed, mm -hmm. not just what was convenient for her. Right. And um, 
And I said to her, would it be easier if we did it this way? She goes, no, please let me accommodate you. <laughs> and I said, wow. thank you so much. Wait, how often do you hear those words? Right. And and then I said, geez, here I think I'm helping you. And I started laughing and she started laughing. And the entire conversation moved from irritability on my side and impatience on her side to a lovely conversation. I got exactly what I needed for both kids in a time frame that was really wonderful for me and had a lovely ending with this beautiful person. And that all came from one quick shift of my heart mm. of instead of do it my way, why aren't you doing it my way and why aren't you moving fast enough to, oh, thank you. Oh, and oh my goodness, this happened yesterday. No. We were going for a walk and, um, and chime in megan i i'm like i'm like no no you're on fire girl (laughs) i am we're going for a walk and i always say to the kids and you guys will hear me say this a lot if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem and there's Mm -hmm. garbage everywhere and i was like oh god look at all this garbage and miranda goes well mom pick it up yeah right because that's part of the solution so i said i'm going to guys i'm gonna i don't have my gloves with me and i don't know how old this stuff has been under the snow and I said, well, go for our walk. We'll come back, and you guys can, um, you know, play your games. Well, I'll I'll just come back up here in 10 minutes and take 10 minutes and clean it all up. So we went on our walk. We came back. All of that garbage was still there. I went into the house, got my gloves, got my bag, uh, changed my boots, started to walk up the street, and someone in between that I had to have been in the house five minutes. Someone in that five minutes had picked up most of the garbage. Really? Isn't that weird? Oh, that is kind of weird. It's like, where did it all go? And what did they hear you? You know, I like, don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. But some angel, of, some garbage angel. I think so. There's so a garbage angel. Instead of instead of being mad about it, instead of making a judgment about it, mm-hmm. and my beautiful daughter reminding me, we're going to do something about it, not just talk about it. So, in my intention of, I am going to come back out and do something about this and not complain. Most of it was done for me. Uh, and I, I would have had it. two huge, you know, pretty big bags of garbage by the time I was done. And I only had one little bag of garbage and like five recyclables. Oh. Again, it's that shifting of yeah. uh, of judgment mm-hmm. into I'm just going to do. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not going to do it and go, look what I'm doing. There's, there's <laughs> some. Yeah, right. Oh, I need a gold star. That's right. Oh, where's my star? Or maybe a headline on the New York Times. <laughs> Kristen picks up garbage. Kristen picks up garbage. But (laughs) there's a level of acceptance in all of these things Mm. when you just stop and accept like, okay, I'm going to sit in the car for an extra five minutes because I'm going to get this done. And then once you accept that and start fighting it, then it's like, oh, okay, let's just have a good time doing this. Right. I don't know. It just frees me up whenever I'm um, in a situation. Like if I'm in a line and I'm impatient because aren't you people hurrying? I've got to go. I've got to be somewhere. (laughs) And then when I realize, like, look, all of my anxiety is not going to make this line. That's right. Move any faster. It's only going to irritate people. Right. And when I just go, huh, deep breath, Mm -hmm. and then turn to the person next to me and go, oh, well, I guess I didn't need to be anywhere anyway. And then they smile and say, yeah, it's a nice day. Relax. Whatever. There's always an interesting conversation in just a moment of realness and, and warmth with another and human connection, being. connection. Mm-hmm. Connection. Instead yeah. of everybody get out of my way. And typically I'm irritated because I'm late because of something <laughs> that I was doing. Yeah, that, right. it's, not like, <laughs> it's not somebody else's fault that I'm yeah, late. It's exactly. always me. Exactly. <laughs>
Oh, so well, we're stay in our hearts a little bit more. Yeah. So everybody, we have to wrap up. Oh my gosh, this podcast went whizzing by. Um, <laughs> thank you Whiz. so much for joining us with our heart chakras. If you have heart chakra stories or questions, yeah, um, please go onto my blog and talk to me, or go to me, go to Facebook, Facebook yeah. for both Megan and I. Talk to us. We love to correspond with you. We love to hear your stories particularly, you know, inspiring stories of, of how your heart was opened or something that happened for you that changed your life around your heart. Um, so we're going to wrap up today. We've got, um, now we're, we're moving up. We've got five, six, and seven left, but ooh, it's getting exciting. <laughs> it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm being healed in the process. Oh, yes, we both are. I love we it. We all are. We all are. So, All right, Kristen, I'll see you in another week. All right. Bye-bye. I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristen.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us. Let us know so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided.